Welcome to the Become New Podcast with John Ortberg, where you'll find 10-minute teachings Monday through Friday to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. For more resources, check out our website, becomenew.com. There you can sign up for the emails that go along with each video, as well as access our entire library of over 400 videos covering a variety of topics about spiritual life and growth. If you need prayer, please let us know by texting your request to 855-888-0444. We would love to pray for you. Now here's John. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm doing that because I'm invited to live together with God in His presence. That's the kingdom. We'll talk more about that. We're dealing now with second thoughts. And uh, as Dallas Willard writes, and, and we're learning great wisdom from Dallas along this journey, that when Jesus says, now it's possible to live together with God in this day for you, his call is to repent, and that is to rethink your strategy for living, to pay some attention to your mind. Repenting is about having second thoughts. Here's what Dallas writes about the mind. And where I want to go with this today is to invite you to do this one thing, and that is to weigh your thoughts. Way more important than it is to weigh your body is to weigh your thoughts. I'll come back to that. Divine Conspiracy, page 324. Dallas writes, now we need to understand that what simply occupies our mind very largely governs what we do. We'll talk about something weighing on our mind. It sets the emotional tone out of which our actions flow and projects the possible courses of action available to us. Also, the mind, although of little power on its own, is the place of our widest and most basic freedom. This is true both in a direct sense. I can choose right now what it is that I will think about. You're doing that right in this moment. And in an indirect sense. For example, if you walk through the 12 steps by placing my mind in a posture of surrender before God and then coming to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me from sanity and then deciding to turn my will over, uh, I, I will be able to do other things or avoid other things, enter into a life of sobriety, do the other steps in ways that I couldn't. So my mind has direct freedom available to it. I can choose right now. I'm going to think about God. I will think about what is good. I will think about what is true. And then that en enables another kind of life to be available to me. And that's why Dallas goes on to write that although we are, are rarely thoughtful, he quotes A.E. Hausman, we think by fits and starts, part of the calling of God on our life is to begin to think differently, to think again. Indeed, the call of Jesus to repent is nothing but a call to think about how we have been thinking. That's metanoia. That's the idea of repenting. Have second thoughts. When we come to the task of developing disciples into the fullness of Christ, we must be very clear that one main part by far the most fundamental, is to form the insights and habits of the student's mind so that it stays directed toward God. And now I want to think about the thoughts as they come into my life. Is this thought something that is leading me towards life, towards God, towards what is good, towards power, towards resilience, towards being truthful, or is it leading me in the other direction? Every single thought that comes into my mind, see, has a little kind of a charge, just like little electrons and protons have charges. And to become sensitive to that, to become aware of it, 
um, and to learn regularly how to assess those thoughts, how to weigh them is critical. So this is from another book, Spirit of the Disciplines by Dallas Willard. He writes that um, part of the power that God gives us is the power of dismissing thoughts originating from the old life's motivational structure, the, the wrong way of thinking, the thinking of ego and selfishness and sin and despair. We know that old habits are hard to break, but the decision to dwell or not to dwell in thought upon certain things is the freedom secured for us in our vision of Jesus. And then Dallas quotes Abba Evagrius, who died in 399 AD, long time ago. And Evagrius said that there are eight principal thoughts from which our problem stems. Here's how he lays them out. If you've ever heard of the seven deadly sins, actually, they, the number got shifted a little bit, but this is where they came from. The first thought is of gluttony, constantly unsatisfied desire. The second, sexual immorality. The third, love of money. The fourth, of discontent. The fifth, of anger. Any of these ringing a bell so far? The sixth, of despondency. Life's not worth it, discouragement. The seventh, of vain glory. How do I look? What do you think? And the eighth, of pride. Those are the root problems, the root thoughts from which our other problems emerge. But he goes on to say, whether these thoughts disturb the soul or not does not depend on us but whether they linger in us or not and set passions in motion or not, that does depend on us. So what do we do? Dallas goes on to quote the anonymous author uh, in the mid 14th century who wrote a book called The Cloud of Unknowing, who advised his readers, here it is, to weigh each thought, weigh each thought and each stirring within themselves as soon as they appeared. I'm having this thought of despondency or this thought of greed or this thought of resentment. They should travail busily to destroy the first stirring and thought of these things that they might sin in. This is the only way to avoid following the thought into the deed. Luther said one time, we can't help it that birds fly over our heads, but we can keep them from building nests in our hair. And it's that way with us. I am not responsible for what thoughts may come or may go, but I do choose to indulge them, to entertain in them or not. And so the key here, and this is the invitation for today, and we do this together with God. This is part of having second thoughts. This is part of thinking about your thinking. This is part of reconsider your strategy for living. Weigh each thought. When a thought comes, just pause and ask myself calmly and simply, is this thought moving me towards God and life and truth and love and courage and reality, joy or pain as may be needed in the moment? Is it moving me towards the person God wants me to be or is it moving me away? And like you uh, uh, would weigh something in a balance, just you place it there. I am right now with my good friend Chuck because I've apprenticed to him to be working around my home, I'm doing things that I don't normally do. Yesterday, we went to the garbage dump. I didn't even know where the garbage dump was. And there was stuff that had been around here that was just trash for a long time, but it was too big, way too much. We had to disassemble an old grill that was just frightening looking. Amazing it didn't blow anybody up. 
and uh, old chairs that could no longer hold anybody. Had a you know stuff uh, so that our vehicle was full of garbage and the top of it had garbage in it. And then we took it to the dump and they weighed our vehicle. And then we got rid of that garbage and then they weighed us again. And we knew how much garbage we had been carrying with us. And for a remarkably low price, they took that garbage off our hands. And it felt really good to get rid of that trash and to have a lighter vehicle. And now the invitation of God is, there are thoughts in my mind that will weigh me down. They're just garbage. They're just trash. You're not enough. You're not good enough. You're not bright enough. You're not attractive enough. You're missing out on something. Somebody else is having a better life than you and you got to envy them. I was at dinner last night and somebody said something to me that I took as critical and I could have simply just received it, just listened to it. But instead, this kind of defensive response welled up inside me. And the invitation instead is, weigh the thought. Just listen and learn what I can and ask God to help me. How am I going to respond? I had a phone call with my friend Dave, and there was an area of life. As I do this kind of stuff, as I'm involved in ministry and talking with you and wondering, is this going to bring hurt for anybody in my family? And, and there was just good news that came back from my friend. And to weigh that thought, God, you have been at work. Doesn't mean everything's going to turn out the way that I want it to be, but um, just a sense of God smiling on my life and on us together and you and me and what we're doing. And I was so grateful for that. Weigh each thought. That's the invitation today. The greatest freedom that you have is the freedom on what will occupy your mind. So think it out again. Repent. Think about how you have been thinking. And as thoughts come into your mind, weigh them. As the birds are flying overhead, decide which ones you want to allow to build a little nest in your little hair and which ones you do not. God, would you guide my thinking today so that it's divorced from self-seeking, dishonesty, self-will, self-pity, and fear. Inspire my thoughts, decisions, intuitions. Just like when that vehicle goes on those scales at that dump and we say we're going to get rid of the garbage weigh each thought let it go to have lightness of mind and spirit is such a gift and that's life in the kingdom of god today weigh each thought have second